Just a heads up, in today's episode, we'll be talking about some heavy topics, including suicide, ideation, uh, neglect, and abuse. I just got a text message yesterday from some alumni that just graduated. And he's like, are you doing my sister's keeper? I'm going to have some college classes, but I can take a break. What times and days are you doing it? I'm like, you're in college now. They're like, we don't care. We need to come in there. We still need you. And I'm like, ah, and this is why I do it. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Azuma that shares motivational stories from small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Yamima, the founder of Selfie, My Sister's Keeper, Inc., a company that is an all-female group that works with teens in New York City to encourage social and emotional learning. Yamia, welcome. Hello. Good evening, everyone. Nice to meet you all. Thank you for having me. So, Yamima, thank you for being with us today. We'd like to hear more about where you come from, how you grew up, and what led to this venture of yours with Selfie. So I grew up in New York City public housing as a young lady, as a teen, with my mom. My dad was not in the scene, but I would visit him often. I grew up with my siblings. It's five of us. And I went to all New York City public schools. But I found in schools there was not enough programs to help young teens go through their teenage and puberty years. And so us teens, girls, we would just talk amongst ourselves, actually. And so we never had anyone to kind of lead us because your parents was your parents and certain things you just can't say to parents as a teenager (laughs) about bullies and things like that. So growing up was great. I mean, I had a great childhood, uh, laughed and played and went outside. There was no social media. So outside was our best friend growing up and we went on family vacations and things of that nature. However, when it just came to that inner person, you really couldn't share your inner thoughts with parents or anyone other than maybe your older sibling if you trust that they didn't tell your parents and your friends. And so childhood was great, I must say. And it was it was cool growing up in school and things like that. Great. Good deal. So, so tell us a little bit more what Selfie My Sister's Keeper is. What is its mission? So the mission is to uplift and encourage as well as empower females from ages 13 to 21 to love their authentic selves, to walk in a purpose, to know their worth, to know their value, to honor and respect themselves despite what others may think, feel, or believe. It's a powerful group that lends itself to a sisterhood and systems where maybe you're the only child and you don't have a sister that you can turn to for advice. My sister's keeper will lend itself to that where you can actually cry on your sister's shoulder or call her after the session is over and say, hey, girl, that session was good. I want to tell you about Jack or I want to tell you what's going on in my home. So it gives you that opportunity to not be silenced. It gives you an opportunity to share and to create bonds and long lasting bonds at that. So that's what Selfie is. It's It's a great group that ensures that everyone is speaking in a safe space and not being judged, despite what baggage they may come with. It's a togetherness thing. That is wonderful to hear. So you shared a little bit about your growing up. Was that what sparked interest in starting this company? Or was there something else that happened later in your life that kind of led you to like, oh, I see this need, I need to fill this need? 
So I want to say this happened of June of 2022, where I said, oh, maybe I should make this a company. So I'm going to tell you how it led up to it. I am a social worker in public schools. And so I went to my principal at the time and said, hey, these girls need help. And I'm a social worker, so I'm hearing constant stories from different females, different grades, and crying and in crisis mode. And I said, I want to do a females group throughout the day and give them the support that they need. And my principal said, write a proposal. And I did. And Sophie was born. And I went into the classroom and we just talked. We laughed. We shared. We say a pledge when we do meet and greet with one another. We give hugs. We have conversations. We watch motivational videos. We dance together. We laugh together. So it's a big, it's a sister's group. You'd be surprised how much teenagers will share, even in a space of 25 to 30 girls. We worked on positive affirmations, mirror reflections, where I actually had a mirror up and say, say, I love you. Then they would say, I love me. Who do you choose? I choose me. And so it just began to just morph. And next thing you know, I had a, a waiting list of 60 girls in, in the high school of a thousand kids. I'm like, 60 girls, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of energy. <laughs> so I had, <laughs> I had to break up sessions. And so it was like session A is on Mondays and session B is on Wednesdays. But it was the same platform. It was just different characters in the room. Mm. But it was the same mission. It was the same purpose. It was the same vision. It was the same goal. And I also created some T-shirts. And so if you was a sister, you got this T-shirt. And so everybody's like, where did you get these cool T-shirts from? And it was just a T-shirt with my sister's keeper on it and an image of women just holding hands. And it shows our unity. It shows our togetherness. And everybody was like, I'm going to be a part of this group. And it was amazing. And it took off. And I said, okay, this is big. I wasn't expecting this. (laughs) And (laughs) every year in June, I do a ceremony to say, hey, you you stepped up to the next level. Now you do love yourself. You do honor yourself, no matter what other people think. And they turn around to one another and they pin one another. And as they're pinning one another, they're reciting the My Sister's Keeper Pledge, which is I promise to uplift and encourage and motivate my sister no matter what in confidence. I am my sister's keeper. And as they're pinning each other with the pen, we all clap. Yeah, we clap, we hug, we cry, we eat, we laugh. And then everyone has that moment where they could get up and share. What did my sister's keeper do for them? Some of them said it saved their lives. Some of them said the sisters in the group encouraged them when they were having a bad day, if something went wrong at home. So you just hear all of these touching stories in one room. It just filled the room with love. I mean, really with love. People would just stop us. I'm like, I heard those stories because we're in a restaurant. <laughs> so people are hearing some of these stories. I was like, this is amazing. Do you have a business card? And I'm like, no, I don't have a business card. I I just do this for my school. No, I did this for five years. And it wasn't until June of 22 where a few people stopped me and was like, can I have your business card? What's your website? I'm like, no. And then a few days later, I went to sleep and I was just filled with joy and love. The girls would call me and say, Miss Prescott, this was amazing. 
this was awesome. And then I would have my alumni come back and share their stories from when they were in school. Now they're in college or doing whatever. And what did my sister's keeper do for them? And um, one night I went to sleep and I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, what? What's happening? And so those are my silent moments where I'm, you know, having meditation because I, I practice self-care. And so I'm meditating and I'm like, so you do a business? Why am I doing a business? I've never had any <laughs> inkling to do a business. I don't want to do a business. I'm fine just working as a social worker in the school. And it just kept hitting me. Do a business selfie. So I grabbed my cell phone. And I just started taking notes, selfie, my sister's keeper. And da, 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 da. and when I looked, my notes were filled with notes. And I'm like, now what am I going to do? <laughs> I spoke to a friend <laughs> who's also a small business owner. She was like, we're going to create you an EIN. I'm like, what's an EIN? <laughs> what are you saying? And she went online and she was like, doo, 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 doo. now you're a business owner. I'm like, oh, no, this is not what I imagined. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> But you know what? It just became like, okay, you could do this. You've been doing it for five years. Yeah. Now you have to just build the foundation and what the vision is and the mission and what does this look like and who are you going to serve? You're going to just keep it selfish and keep it to the schools that you work in or you're going to do it selflessly and open yourself up to other schools or other girls that may need that same upliftment or that same encouragement because somebody body shamed them or because maybe they're going through a traumatic experience at home. Words have power. And so I said, okay, maybe I have to empower more girls than just in my one school that I work in. And so Selfie was born and here I am and I'm laying out the foundation. I haven't really started yet, but the foundation is laid. If somebody wants a greeting letter, if somebody wants the website, I'm ready to push it. This podcast is amazing because this is also another way that females could say, hey, I need to talk to someone that, you know, is unbiased and is going to support me and hear me and help me. And in that time, I became a life coach as well. Because I said, okay, you're a social worker, but social work is different than life coach. So I did that over the summer as well, just to increase my knowledge so I could be able to support, you know, young females in this day and time. And here we are. Selfie has been born. Some people are reaching out and it's still like a shush -sh thing. I haven't really shared with anyone. And people are like, oh, so I heard. I'm like, oh, you did? What did you hear? You know, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I'm used to being that one man band in a school. But now that I wanted to pour into other schools, I'm like, okay, now I'm nervous because I didn't expect this at all as a kid. This was not on my radar at all. That is so wonderful. What an amazing effort and mission you've got. I can't imagine a more yeah. important thing for the young women to have in their lives than that. Yamima, we're interested to know where did the name Selfie, My Sister's Keeper come from? How did you come up with that? In the schools, social and emotional learning is very pivotal right now for a child's development and growth and mindset. And so social emotional learning for you, that is what selfie stands for. Social emotional learning for you that anyone could come in and get the love and the tender care that you need. It's also derived from the five cell competencies in the school systems here. And that comes from decision making, social awareness, self-awareness, building healthy relationships. Those skills are pivotal to have. As you develop and mature into a young adult, you need social skills. You need to learn how to build healthy relationships. You need to learn how to be aware of oneself. And you need to make great decisions, which is your autonomy. 
and it's all about you. It's about you. It's not what about anybody thinks or what anybody feels. So yeah, this is my selfie. And so I know teenagers are like, come on, let's take a selfie. And they got these <laughs> duck lips. Mm. Right. <laughs> and so it's a mirror reflection of you, your inner core, your outer core. And who are you, right? The who am I portion. And so selfie is social emotional learning for you. Who are you behind this mirror? Your mirror reflection tells a lot about who you are and also where you want to go. And so I put it all together because in schools it's powerful. Everybody's doing social emotional learning and it just came social emotional learning for you. Selfie. It was like, okay, I'm writing that. I'm putting that in my notes. <laughs> you know? I've got a pat in it. And so I, I came up with a logo, a friend and I, and it's pretty much a mirror with a heart in it that says selfie, my sister's keeper. So you got your mirror reflection. You have your heart, right? Because you got to love yourself. And inside the heart is social emotional learning for you, my sister's keeper. So the logo is also aligned to that person, to the who is looking in that mirror. Because it's very hard to look in the mirror if you're not confident in yourself. Some people are afraid to look in the mirror. You'd be surprised how many people say, get that mirror out of my face, Ms. Prescott. I don't like that person on the other side. And so in our groups, with sometime when they come in, I'm just holding up a mirror, look in the mirror and tell yourself one positive affirmation. And that's a muscle that they have to move because a lot of them don't move that muscle at all. So being in that group kind of encourages them and forces them over a period of time so eventually kind of look in the mirror and say, okay, I love myself. And that's fine. And then you have some girls who actually look in the mirror and say, I love you. I've loved the person that you've become because now the confidence level is coming up. They're aware of self. They're building better relationships. They're loving on themselves. They're honoring themselves. So it takes time to look at that mirror reflection. <laughs> that's a great that story. So yeah. And it's a encouraging name too. I love right. it. Is there ever a point where you kind of sit back and you're like, just realize how much good you're doing? I just got a text message yesterday from some alumni that just graduated. And it's like, are you doing my sister's keeper? I'm going to have some college classes, but I can take a break. What times and days are you doing it? And I'm like, you're in college now. They're like, we don't care. We need to come in there. We still need you. And I'm like, ah, and this is why I do it. Mm-hmm. When you get those phone calls saying you saved my life, I was on the verge of committing suicide or I wanted to take pills because I didn't want to be fat anymore. I was too skinny or my hair was too this or my mom or my dad did this or this traumatic event in my life. You uplifted me. You encouraged me. And having my sisters around me and having similar stories was very helpful and it saved my life. It's like, so it is a need for selfie. You'd be surprised what people go through because people live in silence. They really do. Females, adults, males, it doesn't matter. But I wanted to hit uh, this generation and population of females, adolescents, because those years are very pivotal. Because at that age, it's a lot of triggers that can really hurt, hinder a person's progress in, in their development of becoming an adult. So some people become socially inept, some people become withdrawn, depressed. And so if I could get it at the foundation, right, because the youth is the foundation, hopefully the success as they get older, they'll know how to cope and deal and manage their emotions and any issues or concerns or trauma that may come up in their lives because of selfie. 
because I'm giving them the tools and we're working out the tools on how to cope with life stresses because we're all going to have life stresses, but can everybody deal with the life stresses? Especially at that young age, us adults have sometimes dealing with a traumatic event of, hey, I lost my grandpa this morning or I lost my mom this morning. That's very detrimental for anyone. But could you imagine being 15 and going through that with puberty and body shaming and my boyfriend doesn't love me or my boyfriend is hitting me? This is happening at home. There's no food. And so this group is really helpful for these girls. And I know that because they say that. And so that's the need for selfie. And I'm glad I'm taking this leap of faith because this is a leap of faith for me too, because this was not in my plan <laughs> at all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I'm glad you are you too. Need, you know, I'm going to try my best. So a little bit more on the business side of it. So is the school still funding it at all? Or do the kids have to pay something to be a part of the group? Or how does it fund? So I tell my kids, every school that I go to, it is free 99, free 99. (laughs) You can come in and you can just join just like that. The t-shirts may be about 10 or $15, but other than that, it's free. When you hear me and you hear your sister speak and we going through positive affirmations and we're making vision boards, I am special. I am somebody. Those things are free. You can't put a price tag on emotions. Yeah. You know They're actually priceless, so, aren't they? They're priceless. Yeah. So yeah, it's free. The principals and the staff, the administration team loves the idea. And when they see all of the females signing up, it's like, what are you saying to them? Why is there 30 girls in one room? I'm confused, Ms. Prescott. And I'm like, go away. Go away. <laughs> We're busy. And some people say, can I join in? And I say no, because it's confidentiality, right? And so not unless the girls say, yes, we allow Mr. or Mrs. such and such in to share our stories with us. But they become so confident and comfortable within their own skin. Sometimes it doesn't matter who walks in the room. So um, it just depends on the group of girls. But yeah, the schools actually love it. I'm getting ready to start at this school. So I'm hanging up posters as we speak. Girls are signing up. And I'm like, and here we go again. That's yeah, great. that's really good. Yeah. So you've mentioned a couple of times that the whole business side is super scary or nerve wracking for you. How do you overcome that and push through it? So I'm going to be very transparent and I'm going to say meditation and prayer pushes me forward because it's, it's a nag to say, okay, get up. It's two o'clock in the morning, but you have work to do. Whether it's doing my contracts or my greeting letters or I made a booklet for Selfie and our work and our programs that we're going to be doing, crossword puzzles, activities. So those things keep me going and say, there's a need. You can't stop. You got to keep going. You have to persevere. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to feel this. You can't just leave it by the wayside. And so that's what keeps me going and say, this is going to be a, a wonderful small business. Don't be afraid. Love yourself. Guide yourself. Then I'm going to be afraid. So I have to practice what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, good for you. That need more mentors and people involved in youth, the youth life like you are. Thank you. Yes, I agree. There's only so much of you to go around to the different schools. And if you have to be in every group, it's going to limit your ability to reach more. And maybe you're not thinking about that yet, but what's your vision for this? So it's funny you should say that. You guys are on point today. You are aligned with me. So I I pretty much had a vision about two weeks ago and said, hey, it's only one of me, right? I can't be 
three, four different schools at one time. So I said, what are you going to do? So my fingers got to my phone and I went in my drive and said, you're going to need staff. You're going to have to hire some life coaches. You're going to have to train them to your liking and give them the mission and vision of your company. You're going to have to really fill people out and see what's their love and their passion for selfie, for females, for these groups. You are going to really have to dig deep and hire some staff members that's going to support you because I know I can't do it alone. And so that's where I am now. I mean, right now, selfie is just there, but the vision is very clear of the how and the when and the where. I just have to try to put it out there and get a few life coaches that are aligned to Selfie and its mission and visions to support other females as well as the company in its entirety. Well, I'm sure it'll come together. Your whole thing, your whole mission is very inspired and and, uh, I'm sure it will continue to unfold the way that you see it unfolding. Thank you. That's the hope. Yeah. I can't imagine a more worthy effort. So that's really wonderful. I've just got this kind of image in my mind of like the new Mother Teresa here. Like, like you're just, your heart is so big. Your heart is just so big. You're filling the gaps in people's life where, you know, an absence of love, an absence of compassion in their lives, an absence of care and kindness. And you're just there to fill it. And it's amazing with how many people you're reaching with this. But I imagine that. There's also a burden that you take on as you fill that role in people's lives to some degree. Is that challenging at all? It is very challenging. Sometimes I come home and I cry. I hear these stories and I do everything I can to support. But sometimes, you know, I I can't do everything, right? I'm not that person. But what I can do, I will. But for me, I have to release. And release for me is maybe journaling or painting. And I'm not a painter, but I just <laughs> do some finger painting. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm doing crossword puzzles. I'm taking a walk. I'm trying to release that energy that that person has burdened me with. And so self-care is very important because I have to fill my cup up, so to speak, because I'm giving so much. So I need enough for me and my family and my grandchildren and things of that nature. But I know these girls need me as well. So I have to practice a lot of self-care. So a lot of spa days, a lot of relaxing, get my hair, nails done, things of that nature. Vacations. I love vacation. And when I'm on vacation, oh my God, (laughs) I don't want to think about anything because I'm rejuvenating my spirit now because I'm being pulled and and prodded all the time. So when I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. When I'm at the movies or wherever I'm at, that's my time to kind of fill my cup up with the things that I need because I don't know. And I call it zapped. I don't know when I'm going to be zapped again. And people are pulling on your energy all day. And Miss Prescott and Miss Prescott, and what do you think? And coming in crying and crisis and parents crying and children crying. So that's a lot, right? Yeah. And then you come home to your own stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm beat. I oh can't do this. But then you take a shower or you take that walk. I like hot cocoa and tea. So those are my go-to <laughs> drinks. So a little hot cocoa, a little green tea, maybe a little journaling to fill my cup back up because it's very difficult to carry on that burden and not release it. That's important for me. I have to release all of that energy and get it all day. So thank you. That's a great question. 
how often are these uh, groups meeting? Are you doing this? Is this something that happens every day, once a week or? So every day would do is, is, is a lot. Because right. You're getting beat up a lot. So you have to be mindful. So for me, I'll break it up like say Mondays and Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, just because it's a lot for the girls too. Because yeah. you got to think some of these girls are shy. They never really spoke in public and shared and have been transparent in their feelings or emotions of their story, right? And I say everyone has a story. So I have to be mindful that this could trigger some emotions. And so what I usually do is if I see in the group someone is really taking the conversation hard about loving themselves or about body shaming or bullying or anything of that nature, I always tell the girls, whoever is in need of more counseling, please stay after class, stay after or meet me in my office for a one-on-one individual session. Because sometimes when you rip the Band-Aid off, I, I just can't send them back to class like right, that, right? Yeah. Because I've triggered an emotion. So I have to kind of badness them up and make sure that they're well enough to go and to their math class or their English class and do a check-in and a follow-up just to make sure because these stories are tough. And, you know, when they say it out loud, it's like, oh my God, I said that? And then you see tears. And then some of the girls, they come and I I teach them to go hug your sister. She needs a hug. She needs a hug. And so they learn that early on and they learn about respect and things of that nature. Very good. It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you've been answering our final question the whole time. I mean, it's pretty clear what keeps you going. You've got such a great motivation behind what you're doing and you can't really pin it to anything else but love that would enable you to be able to fill this role. There's nothing else that would endure. You are spot on. It is the love. At first, I thought it was just something to do, right? But it's not. These girls need love. Sometimes they teach me things. Sometimes I'm crying right with them. they like, don't cry, Mama Prescott. And they're wiping my tears. They name me Mama Prescott. I'm like, okay. I just get so filled. I get so filled and Like I would tell my teachers, I don't do this for brownie points. This is what needs to be done. Everybody have a job to do and a position and a role to play. Let's play our role and position effectively because these kids need work. They need support. They need help. And not a lot of them are getting it at home. And so if they could come to school and get that love, that value and that respect and a hug, that you could save a kid life just by a hug. Yeah, yeah. Just by a hug. It speaks volume without speaking. You know, and so I do what I do and it's okay. You know how many kids I want to bring home because their home is not as toxic. I know I can't, but I can give them certain tools and navigate them to that place of love, right? Well, Yamima, thank you so much for joining us today and explaining a little bit more about what you do. We are 100% on board with it. We wish you all the best as you continue to bless the lives of so many people. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you listeners for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com.